You're listening to Thematics, presented by UnleashStrengths.com, the only show that embraces your addiction to strengths. Hey everybody, it's Andy Sokolovich here from UnleashStrengths.com with another episode of Thematics. Thematics is a show that uh, we created just to focus on other people who have a love of strengths and strengths-based development. Today we have a special guest with us, uh, Mr. Omar Mirza. Omar, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, start out by revealing your top five. All right, awesome. Thank you so much, Andy, for giving me a chance today to, uh, you know, be a part of your awesome show. Um, I just, uh, I'm a Purdue University student. I went for pharmacy um, and uh, was really unhappy with what I was going for, uh, you know. And you know, in in going through the process of soul searching, I uh, I went through Gallup and some of the awesome things. Uh, my top five are activator, VU, communication, ideation, and focus. Um, and uh, that's been an awesome journey thus far. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, that's that's amazing that you were able to, as you're progressing through your education, that you were able to kind of harness the power of strengths-based development this early on so you can go ahead and uh, use it to kind of focus on what you want to do uh, with your life. You know, we're all, I think everybody's at a point in their life, whether you're, you're fresh out of high school or you're, you know, I'm 32, but I'm always trying to better myself. And I think education is something that never stops. So it's, it's a great way to harness your strengths and then figure out how you're going to apply them to learn more and develop solid set of skills. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. So let's talk about who introduced you to strengths finder and why I mean, did you just stumble upon it? Was it, did somebody come up to you and say, Hey, Omar, you should really take this assessment. Yeah. Good question. Um, in the process of soul searching, when I was going through all kinds of websites, finding answers, going through all kinds of pages on Facebook, uh, you know, uh, I, I got a, a good page which is called Call to Coach, and I think everyone should join that. Um, you know, that's a phenomenal resource to use, uh, other than Gallup and uh, Strength Finders itself, because you find tons of mentors and gurus there that know exactly what each strength's about, and they're extremely devoted to what they do. So uh, all of that combined, I think, uh, gave me answers and uh, some insight about where do I belong. And it's been it's been a fun journey so far. I'll tell you that for sure. Great. So 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 the assessment kind of just you just found it, and then you you took the assessment, you got your top five, and then you started cruising around. Facebook looking for uh, special groups who are focused on helping you develop your natural talents. Uh, so nobody in particular came up to you and was like, hey, check out this book. You need to take this assessment. Right. Back in the day, I remember I'd bought the Strength Finders 2.0, a uh, phenomenal book, worldwide seller. Uh, and I think uh, uh, who actually, where, when did I get this test? I think, I think at Purdue, uh, they, they told me to just take this test because it was very renowned and well-known. And they said, just uh, go ahead and take this test and a few others uh, to just see where you fit in. So that's the primary focus where I started, but, uh, but uh, I wanted to know more answers as to what uh, it all meant. So, you know, to, to seek those answers, the, the platform was, uh, you know, uh, so forth. It was the call to coach page, and yeah, that's why. Media. Yep. Yeah. yeah, there's, you know, what, what Omar's referring to, there's two just solid, uh, m you know, massive amount of content and resource pages on Facebook 
Um, well, the first one is called Call to Coach. Uh, it's a Gallup page, Call to Coach. And then there's another one called uh, Gallup Strengths Finder. Both phenomenal resources and an excellent place for you to go cruise around, talk to other people who are interested in strengths. And that's how I got this whole show launched. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, everybody so far that's been a guest on this show has been a product of, of that Facebook group. So it is an awesome resource. For sure. Yeah. So since the day that you were made aware of your top five and, and you realized that, hey, there's, there's really something to this whole strengths-based development thing, what does your strengths journey look like? Maybe you can give us a little bit of insight into how it developed from the start and, and where you are now. For sure. Um, I, um, you know, this was uh, one of the few tasks I think is definitely everyone should take. It's going to give you answers exactly uh, the right way. It's not going to just fool you around with different stuff. Um, uh, I don't know if it's, it's, is it okay if I was to, there's a few others out there that I took and uh, what I've seen so far is that this is the most substantial information you can get in the mm -hmm. shortest amount of time uh, by giving tons of questions. Uh, it's been used by Stryker, it's used by Wells Fargo and all these big places so I think everyone should utilize it. My journey, how has my journey um, been so far on it? Uh, I think uh, um, I've had a good chance to meet tons of Gallup coaches and uh, you know mentors that are devoted. Like I said, uh, they have told me, for example, Activators, Mr. Go Go Go, always on the always on a run. When it combines with Mr. Wu, which is winning people over, I'd be the guy who's always trying to just please people around and making mm -hmm. sure I'm making a good good impression on people. So uh, I kind of can see how they all tie in together and uh, that gives me a strong indication of where do I belong it's definitely not pharmacy because you know if you're if you're being too creative and you all you want is winning people over or you're just too active I don't think it's the best thing Andy what do you think uh, I think that activator woo combination is is you know have you ever had to kind of temper that down do you find that that sometimes takes over um, as far as your top two dominant themes, and you're right in the in the career of a pharmacy or a pharmacist or a pharmacy tech, I mean it's not a lot of yes you're engaging people when they come up to pick up their prescriptions, but there's not a lot of social engagement going along. There's not a lot of you know networking and and, uh, and right. network building. Um, so I you know I think you can apply strengths into whatever career field you choose to to take on uh, or commit yourself to. But definitely, I mean, as you're in the early stages of your career development, which is a great place to be, I mean, you're a college student right now and you're trying to figure out how these strengths can, can impact your life and the longevity and the, and the prosperity of your, your personal and both professional life. So, um, you know, I think that question is always up to the individual. If you can find a great way to, to kind of apply your strengths in a manner that allows you to do your job as best as you possibly can and you get engagement and enjoyment out of it, then you struck gold. I think if your strengths are impeding uh, your enjoyment and your engagement, then you may need to try to seek some other different form of, of career. Absolutely. I think you, you, you made a good point here that, you know, uh, but I think also something to realize here, a strengths is not a career test. It's not going to give you which career to go into. Absolutely. So, you know, and that's important. And I had to realize that, that it can, it can be used for any profession by, by all means. Um, at Purdue, uh, I was very lucky to get a chance to meet the CEO of Walgreens and we had a discussion about this that uh, I truly uh, am, am I passionate about uh, uh, pharmacy? Uh, 
am I passionate about such a good school uh, as Purdue that really truly uh, you know pharmacy students there love research they love uh, talking mm -hmm. about all kinds of uh, you know uh, updates coming out in the world uh, out there in the world of pharmacy they love that and and he asked me and he questioned me about that and he's like you seem like a go-getter that you want to come talk to me and ask me these questions and I can see an entrepreneurial mindset but I am not too sure if I see a pharmacist in you mm -hmm. and so that was like oh okay this is one moment that and uh, I think uh, it ties along when I when I when I had a chance to talk to a few people in Stryker uh, medical devices sales they said that Woo and Activator are the most needed uh, things in this sector. Like you have to be on the go, and you have to be winning people over. Um, other things that I think there's tons of other strengths could be used alongside, but I, I think that's important for sure in sales, that, as I see it. You did several good things um, that I think everybody should do once they start understanding where their strengths lie and, and how can they apply them. But you've took the initiative and you approached individuals who you didn't know the day before, you know, you didn't know the CEO of Walgreens the day before uh, you didn't just knock on his door or send him a text message and say, Hey, this is my assessment results. What do you think? Um, you approached him and that takes, you know, that takes guts and tenacity. And when you also reveal what your assessment uh, has done for you or has, you know, represents in your activator and your woo. So those people, instead of just going up to somebody now, let's say, <clears throat> let's say you didn't know anything about your strengths and you just went up to somebody and say, Hey, do you think this pharmacy thing's good for me? And they're going to say, well, I don't know you from Adam. I mean, I can't, I don't know you that well <laughs> to give you, but if you said, Hey, I, I took this strengths finder assessment. Have you heard of it? And they say, yeah, I've heard of it. And they said, you know, it was really insightful. And it revealed to me that I am an activator. I'm a go-getter. Right. Uh, I'm the guy that always wants to be on the move. And the second thing it revealed is, is, and I acknowledge this to be fact is that I'm a woo guy. I'm a guy who wants to go out there and socialize and win other people over and, and, and share a message. And then they can say, okay, well, those two talents may not fit well behind the counter of a pharmacy, but however, they do fit really, really well, almost perfectly in, in pharmaceutical sales and in, like you mentioned, uh, different types of medical equipment. So Absolutely. by sharing your top five, you allow people to get a little sneak peek uh, inside to kind of behind the curtain of, of how you're built, what you do and how you operate. And that allows people to kind of not pass judgment, but give you solid advice and, and point you in the right direction. Absolutely, Andy. Right on, right on. And that's what that's what a lot of other CEOs that I've been contacting have been telling me. Same lesson, same thing that you know it can it can be used for various professions, and yeah. it's better suited for consulting or sales, and which is what I kind of like, you know. Strengths Finder is a tool. I mean, it's not a cure all. It's not a magic pill that you're going to take, and all of a sudden, Absolutely. you know, your life is going <laughs> to complete focus and you'll never second guess yourself ever again. And, and if you put all of those eggs in that basket, then you're, you know, you're foolish, but That's it right. is not only is it a tool, but it's a very sharp and insightful tool. And it's allowed people like yourself and people like myself right. uh, to kind of get, get a tighter hold on the reins of our life and the direction that we're heading, you know, rather than just trying to kind of slosh through the puddle of life and figure out, you know, where we're going to head next. It provides us with a solid sense of direction. And that's, that's why I love it. And that's why I record this podcast. Cause I do think not only is it insightful, but it's very influential to people like just in your position here, trying to figure out what they want to do, you know, Absolutely. what kind of profession they want to land into. So let's talk about the aha moment. Not everybody has an aha moment, but so far I think I've, uh, I've, every person I've interviewed has somehow, 
experienced it either with their top five or their bottom five, but I'm referring to the moment where you look at the assessment results and you go, wow, this is freaky insightful. Like this is, this is almost too introspective. And, and I can't imagine that assessment that I just took sitting behind the computer in a machine, you know, in a machine, slap some answers in there that this right. was able to generate a, a vision of who I am and have it be so accurate. Absolutely, man. Um, I was thinking about this question because it's a it's a it's it's a good question you pose. Uh, the thing that I think as a kid, I was always on the go. I remember this still. We were we were at this uh, at this place, you know, in a. Um, with my sister and my little brother, and I was a little kid back then, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, she had there was this just this, this toy machine that you know she just uh, put some coins in and she got a toy out of it and stuff. And I happened to have missed that moment, and so I still remember. And she always jokes about this with the, um, you know, uh, how this was. I I came at that moment and I saw like she had a toy, and I was like so confused. I was looking around. How did that come? What did that happen? How did I miss it? I was mm -hmm. extremely energetic, and I still remember this visually um, just being and they always make fun of me about this uh, <laughs> so so you know just being on the go um, other thing I think it, another aha moment was for me that I uh, even when I was a kid I wanted to uh, go around just meet other people and please people and you know just uh, wanted to just make these connections for some reason I was just always so passionate about it not my mom not my dad not my sister you know, uh, none of them were interested in this, and I I think that's some something has to be said on the part. That's exactly why their their physicians or their doctors or whatever, um, mm -hmm. and they love it. And I and I made them give this test and thousands of other tests. Mm -hmm. It showed that they love what they do, and I'm meant for like people stuff. I could be that successful. My aims are to hopefully one day go to a good MBA Ivy League program. But I could be good, but I necessarily don't have to be a doctor for that matter. So that was my aha moment to see, wow, strengths did tell me that I was a woo. Strengths mm -hmm. did tell me that I was an activator. Um, nothing stopping me from being successful. It's just that I have to take the right trajectory for it. Mm -hmm. that, that, that was pretty much it, Andy. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's something really to, to be proud of, that you were able to not only experience that aha moment, but realize that you're a unique individual and you have the ability to kind of control your destiny and others are going to expect things from you. But at the end of the day, um, what you've been given through natural talents and developed strengths is something that if, if not harnessed, it, you know, it's not going to serve its purpose. But if you choose to harness it, kind of corral those talents and focus them in a direction where you can ultimately be as successful as you want. There's really no ceiling to strengths-based development. There's no lid. There's no there's nothing that you're going to ram into once you get the sky is kind of the limit. And that's what I love about it. I mean, you can take your strengths and you can harness them and you can point them in a direction and just roll with it. And there's nobody that's going to be there to stiff arm you and, and tell you that you're wrong because it feels so natural. Right. Absolutely. So how do you apply your strengths? So you're aware, I mean, obviously you're a strengths aware person and you understand your top five and you understand what they mean, but uh, can you just give us an example of how you apply those in your everyday life? I mean, I know for myself with my woo and communication, I, I love to be in a large group of people where I have the opportunity to maybe get some space on that stage and uh, share a message. And to me, I'm, when that happens, I'm firing on all cylinders and, and I feel great. Maybe you can give us a little bit of an example of how in your everyday life you can apply your strengths. Uh, hmm. 
so so for so for vu it doesn't it doesn't you know it's always needed you know whenever mm -hmm. i need to make sure i can win win people over i'm i'm activating that vu part of me uh, mm -hmm. whenever i have to focus my fifth strength i'll just activate the focus part of me it'll be like let's let's you know let's let's focus on this let's hammer this down and just do good in it uh so it's it's kind of like that. I have to like see which mode to go into, and tons of coaches that have helped me, and I'm very grateful for it, have told me you could you could shift your focus, you you could shift your paradigm towards focus in order to uh, you know have your activator just calm down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So so that's 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 one one part of it, Andy. Um, so yeah. as a student, do you find that you're it's it's easy for you to kind of call on your focus to sit down and study and I mean are you able to sit behind a desk and stare at a book for endless amounts of hours in preparation for a midterm or a final or do you find that your activator is like banging on the door saying let me free let's go on to the next thing I'm done with this I think you're absolutely right this uh no my my um my my activator makes me want to just get up and just start changing things and you know just uh so what I'll do is uh what I found this is a golden key for me two hours that's a two hour period I cannot go uh, with good concentration for more than two hours so I'll change places be on the go just go to a new place talk to some people and then start over again um, focus is just so good I, I think it's on the it's on the raw side of things you know I I know uh, someone had introduced a table that said if you are on the raw side of things then you then you you know it's not your strength hasn't been developed i think focus mm -hmm. hasn't been developed that much andy yeah yeah raw versus mature and that's a product of kurt leesfield from gallup i mean he does a remarkable job describing your raw talent uh, which basically means that it's just there and i like to i like to compare it to a garden hose that you know is just on full blast and has there's no way for you to control the flow of water you know it's just there everywhere you point it stuff's getting wet so right. there's not a lot of you don't have a lot of control over it um, but then as as you learn what that strength means and you learn how that theme kind of reveals itself and in what situations you can again another coin term through Kurt is either sharpen or temper uh, that strength and that's something that comes with maturity I mean just like anything you're you're young and dumb in your strengths journey and you you want to just kind of use everything that you have and and rip all the tools out of your toolbox but at the end of the day there's some that should probably remain in there given the situation um, so the more you use your strengths and the more you understand how your top five uh, operate and, and how they operate in conjunction with each other, um, you start to mature. And I think that's smart of you to realize that focus is still a raw theme for you. It's still a raw strength and you're maturing with that. So, and your, your way of controlling that from getting way out of hand and having your activator just bust through like the Kool-Aid man, um, it's, uh, it's to take it two hours in right. one spot and then relocate, readjust, refocus, kind of hit that mental reset button because you're not going to be able to do a marathon study session and, and that's, that's good. That's great that you can realize that about yourself because a lot of people don't. Thank and they'll you, struggle. Yeah. They'll struggle. They'll force themselves to sit there and study and it'll have actually the reverse effect. So, Absolutely, absolutely. One thing I, I – something to be pointed out here, Andy. Um, I literally used to study better when I'd be – this is weird mm – -hmm. in a bus. Like if I'm uh, – you know, Purdue had like buses that, you know, obviously would pick you up from one spot to another. Mm -hmm. If I was sitting in a bus – and I was just studying. I saw that I was just learning all those medicines and side effects and stuff way mm -hmm. faster. This was just mm -hmm. weird to me. People come in, people go out. 
I think that woo part of me and that activator part of me just just kind of like give myself little breaks type of thing works and then I'll sometimes just have my note cards and just start walking and mm -hmm. studying alongside or just hear something that I've recorded earlier uh, one of the lectures and listen back uh, I have to adjust to that activator you know yeah, I think it would be safe to say that the reason you you absorb the information and retain it better on a bus is the confinement of a bus. I mean, you don't have you don't have the opportunity to get up and walk around, and you don't yeah. have the opportunity to really, uh, you know, socially engage everybody that's sitting around on the bus. It's just one of those environments where everybody's got their head down, they're listening to their iPod, they're they're not talking to each other. So you're kind of forced to say, well, I guess I'm going to have to my woo and my activator aren't going to do much right now because I'm on a bus. So, and then your focus kind of pops up and that probably allows you to just become, uh, you know, learn more information, study better and less distractions. Good point, man. Good point. So sure. you mentioned that you had, you know, some of your family take the assessment. And uh, I always like to ask this question because I think it defines, uh, well, at least it reveals frequently coined terms and, and things that we hear when there's some resistance to taking the assessment. Because again, it is an assessment. And I know a lot of us are just tired, uh, especially if you're in the corporate world or for me when I was in the military, we're just tired of taking assessments. So what kind of resistance do you receive, if any, when you go up to somebody and say, you know, you really should take this strengths finder assessment because I think it will reveal a lot about you. Um, and be insanely insightful. And then what, what do they get? What do they say in return? Sure. Um, my uh, my mom and my brother were the biggest resistance so far. Mm -hmm. So when I made my brother take this, he's in med school. So I was like, take this test. It's going to help you. He really, he really, his answer was really like, I don't need to. I, I know me. Uh, I'm all settled. And I, I'll tell you, most med school students or pharmacy students wouldn't because we see because they see it as like oh I'm in a safe profession all I gotta do is just study hard I'll be good uh, what my qualities are or are not doesn't really matter to them but I think it does it changes their life altogether um, uh, so everyone should take it after taking it you know he didn't bother to read over those but when I told him some insights of what it said he said yeah you you're sounding right you know and I was like this was from the test that you just took so 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 that was one of the things um, with my mom she 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 still didn't take the test and she's a gynecologist she was a gynecologist back home uh, she just doesn't want to and I think uh, something has to be said for if she understands her strengths it's just gonna help her uh, mm -hmm. you know uh, um, and I haven't seen a single person say, oh, I took it and it's not worth it. I made my, I worked at American Red Cross, I made my CEO take it. She had resistance issues. She's like, is it worth the nine, $9.99? I was like, just take it. She took it and I and I was like, uh, did you like it? She's like, wow, it was just wonderful stuff. It described mm -hmm. me as I am and I'm, I'm happy that you told me it's worth the price. So resistance is there but then the flip side the, the benefits of which are far much greater than uh, the price that it has you know yeah that's that's great to hear I mean we uh, I mean I'll be the first to say that even though I host this podcast and I'm a I consider myself a strengths evangelist I was very um, resistant to taking another assessment and my and a lot of people who follow me on social media and stuff they know this but my my assessment results sat in my desk drawer for 11 months. Um, wow. So almost a full year before I even acknowledged uh, what that uh, had revealed and, and what my top five were. And it wasn't until somebody approached me and said I was having problems with my business. <clears throat> and uh, the gentleman approached me and said, well, you're not, 
everything you're doing is the polar opposite of what your strengths have revealed and what you're really naturally good at. So you're struggling. You're really against the grain. I mean, there's so much friction in your moment forward momentum that by the end of the week, you get so bogged down, you're out of energy and you're just upset and kind of saddened by the lack of progress you've had. And uh, we looked back at my strengths assessment and we looked at my top five and I read the report and I highlighted key points that I thought really, uh, kind of hit close to home and they were, they were me. I mean, they were just like somebody was describing me and then we sat down one another time and he kind of, he gave me the nudge I needed to follow through and, and do my research. And, and I think that's when, when you meet people like myself who had resistance, really the proof is in the pudding. And one of the great way to kind of lubricate that process is to just be passionate about how it's helped you and, and how it's kind of changed the way that you live your life. And that's a great starting point. Can I ask you a question here, Andy? I, yeah, I, so what's the biggest change you think it has had for you, the best the best so far? Oh, without a, without a doubt, it's allowed me to kind of reprioritize my daily tasks. I mean, I back when I started my business, I felt like I needed to be a jack-of-all-trades. I needed to be the guy. Not only did I need to understand how to create content, how to promote myself, and how to market my service offerings, but I also needed how to knew how to, I also had to know how to balance a budget and do taxes that come tax time. And I had to do all that other logistical behind the scenes stuff that I absolutely just hated. Yeah. But I, th- I, f- I felt that if I didn't learn how to do that, then I wasn't uh, going to succeed. I had yeah. to be well-rounded and uh, strengths revealed to me that that was killing me. I mean, that was just destroying me. And uh, so what I did is I started to I had my wife take this strengths finder assessment, a few other people. And then I kind of looked around and I started to leverage the strengths of others so we could collaborate and they could do those things because they were very talented at it. The information was accurate. It was spot on. It looked good. It bettered my business and I could focus on the things that I was good at. And that was networking, building social connections, public relations, content creation. And once I did that and I spent most of my time concentrating on what really fulfilled me and, and what gave me a high level of engagement, the business started to succeed again. Clients started to come back. I mean, people could tell a difference in my personality and especially in my mood. Um, And everything was getting done. That's the cool part is there was no, there was no gaps in the system. I mean, it's not like the checkbook was no longer balanced or the account was just bleeding full of money and I didn't know where to put things like, (laughs) you know, the stuff was getting done. It just wasn't me doing it. And I had to relinquish that control, but you know, people sometimes are control freaks and they want to have control of everything. But I think strengths reveals that you're going to hurt yourself unless you know how to do all those things effectively. Absolutely. Um, So, yeah. You flipped the interview on me, Omar. (laughs) I was trying to to activate you, you see. (laughs) Yeah, very good. So uh, now it's my turn to ask the question. So what would you share? Let's let's say we put you in a room with somebody who – you don't you know them you don't have to know them they can be an acquaintance but they're just sitting there and they're looking at the results as it just came out of the printer the paper is still warm still got you can almost smudge the ink i mean it's brand new they're brand new to strengths and they're sitting there and they're slightly confused kind of scratching their temple looking at this what advice would you give somebody to take that initial first step in developing a life full of strengths I'll just I'll just tell them like the biggest example to me is look at it it's used by Stryker and so that's the eighth best medical devices company you know mm-hmm. billions of dollars uh it's used by Wells Fargo I mean why wouldn't you 
seriously. I mean, is there even a question? How many other tests like that are just used by those, you know, by those platforms? So it's a big say in uh, if everyone around the world is saying Strengths 2.0 was such a, you know, hit, then there's really no reason. I mean, I'm convinced. Uh, why shouldn't they be convinced to take it? Um, and if 9.99 is, do you think that it's not worth it? I think. So truly, some things in life are just priceless. Would I put nine dollars worth of price on this? No, I think it's worth nine hundred bucks. No, it's worth nine thousand. It's worth ninety thousand. It's gonna change your life. Why wouldn't you want to know what you're strong about? So, um, it, it's so say you didn't have to. You didn't have to sell them on the. Um, I mean, it sounds like you're you're actually oh, just trying to sell the person on the fact that it's it's a quality assessment. But my question is more geared towards what would you give them as step one? So they say, okay, now I know my top five, what next? Oh, gotcha. Uh, I think there's coaches out there or, you know, try joining call to coach. There's wonderful people out there that just selflessly are helping all the time. I've had tons of coaches. They have literally changed my life. I'm so grateful for that. Like, and such people are just not to be found all around the world. They're just, it's just rare. So once you take the test, come to call to coach, read the assessments, highlight the parts that you think are important, uh, any keywords that click out to you, just highlight them. Uh, one of the coaches told me to just highlight them threefold, green with what you truly agree with, orange with something you kind of, red with something you think it doesn't agree with you, uh, you know, stuff that you think is not absolutely true. So stuff like that and then uh, just make notes about how you really apply that to your day-to-day -day life. Uh, that matters. That changes you as a person. And and see how you could flip your strengths from one to another. Uh, you know, a journal or something would help. Uh, talking to one of the coaches up on call to coach would help. Um, getting insights on it and bettering yourself. It's a process of improval. Uh, you know, you improve yourself over a period of time. It's not going to happen in a day or two. Um, what else could they? do there's tons of resources there's there's stuff Kurt posts there's stuff Jim Collison posts there's tons of stuff they post all the time um, if you're following that page you should be able to get good insight uh, about how about all kinds of things what do you think Andy no I think that's great advice I mean there's utilize the resources that exist um, <clears throat> yeah for instance on on you know my webpage unleashedrangs.com I post uh, five steps to kickstarting your top five and and I'm on four or five right now and it's just really simplistic action steps that you can take that that require very very little time and you can apply them every single day uh, just not only the biggest thing is you want to learn how your top five react in certain situations so you want to be able to be mindful uh, self-aware of when these strengths pop up, when these themes become evident, not only to you, but also to those around you. So one of the other great steps that I always tell or tricks I always tell people to do is <clears throat> ask your family, your friends, reveal your report to them and say, hey, this makes sense to me. Does it make sense right. to you? And allow them to read it. And that's a, that's a great way really to get, I mean, if you want a no-nonsense answer, just start asking other people because they'll be, hopefully they'll be honest with you. So Good, good point, absolutely. So this is our last question, but looking back, Say strengths finder had never entered your life. How do you think uh, things would be different for you today? Uh, uh, yeah, I'd be on to another medical profession. Just uh, next thing, I don't even know. Uh, uh, I'd be looking down on my weaknesses and just looking at it. I, I think strengths has shown me, like throughout pharmacy school, my whole thing was if I could take my weaknesses up a little, 
uh, my strengths are right here. So my, my level could go a whole level up. You know, that was the whole thing around it. Um, now I know if you, if you capitalize on your strengths, uh, your world can change. And that's mm -hmm. that's what, if you find out your calling and passion, which I'm really working on these days, and if you align it with what's good in the world, what what, what pays well in the world, and, 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 and what you like doing, you know, uh, what's your calling, what you like doing, and what's good in the world. Align those three, um, you know, uh, and taking care of your strengths at the same time, you'll just have the best profession. So I think I've seen strengths is a crucial part. Everyone who's happy and successful mm -hmm. are using their strengths and following their passion. So something's right. to be said for that for sure. Well, very good, sir. All right. Before we close this podcast out, I always like to give my guests an opportunity to tell us some more about themselves. If you want to go ahead and throw out some contact information and people are listening to this podcast and say, I like what that guy had to say. I want to kind of pick his brain a little bit more. Um, you know, maybe you just want to reveal where they can find you or just maybe hit you up on, on Facebook as you're cruising around the call to coach scene. Go ahead and just tell us a little bit about if, if you're willing to uh, go ahead and reveal some of that stuff. Sure. Uh, so if anyone wants to help me with the, uh, the information that I gave, I would love that. I always do. Um, you know, my email is uh, mmirza at purdue.edu. And uh, hopefully, you know, we can post that too. Um, I'm on Facebook, uh, on Call to Coach, and uh, any anything I could help with or anything you think you could help me with, anyone's welcome to be a part of my life. I, I love that journey, just mm. having good mentors and giving back at the same time. Yeah, well said. Mentorship is 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 truly a missing piece in most people's lives, and it's it's great when you do have somebody who's out there looking out for the best for you. So, uh, all right, Omar, well, thank you for joining us today on Thematics. As always, this is Andy from UnleashStrengths.com. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash UnleashStrengths. Hit us up on Twitter at UnleashCSF. Again, that's UnleashCSF. So that's all we have today. Thanks for listening to Thematics, and we'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of Thematics presented by UnleashStrengths.com. Remember to embrace your strengths and always stay addicted. <laughs>